Hello and welcome back to the Conversation App Podcast, a show for geeks, artists and terrible people. In this episode, me and Ben have to discuss our getting stuff done music and what is the smelliest thing that has ever happened to us in a shop. All this and much more on the Conversation App Podcast. We also have some mild spoilers for Ocean at the End of the Lane by Neil Gaiman. Specifically, well, the stage adaptation, but also the book, I guess. So if you're currently working through uh, either the stage show, if you're listening to this episode in (laughs) in between acts of Ocean at the End of the Lane, the theatrical production adaptation of Neil Gaiman's book, or, I don't know, if you want to read the book, then maybe skip this episode for now in fact if you are listening to this in between acts of a theatrical adaptation of neil gaiman's ocean at the end of the lane please do let us know that would be wonderful enjoy the episode the conversation hats podcast we've been busy you've been busy i've hit record so that's fine welcome back to the the Kiss Versation Hat Snogcast. Thank you for that. Kiss for Haitian. Kiss Versation Kiss Hat. The, Kiss Snogcast. Haitian. Hosted by Booty Pirate and Long John Sailor. You're a, you're, Am I Booty Pirate? You're Booty Pirate. Okay. Because it's your initials. Uh, <laughs> I'm Long John Sailor. <laughs> because that's almost. Because that's fifty percent, and it of your also relation. rhymes with my surname. Yes, that that's the. Uh... We've left the door open. Shall I close the door? So which door? The the one to where other people are working. Oh yeah, no, we need that. I'll, uh... I'll I'll be back. I'll be back. He's gone. He just sort of disappeared. You can do it. He did it. I'm back, and I've stretched, and I'm better now. Ben, I have great news. What's this, the great news, Liam? This episode is sponsored mm. by Fresh Lemonade. What do Fresh Lemonade have for our audience today? Um, it's a sweet and sour drink that will give it to you straight. <laughs> what do you mean by that? It might get a bit fresh. Oh, all right. What's involved with the freshness? Um, might tell you some truths that you've been denying yourself. Yeah, no, I do that. Uh, that could be that you need to sort your shit out, mm-hmm. or it might might be what could be seen as um, aggressive hitting on, but it's... <laughs> It's it's flirting in a way that's trying to build your self-esteem up. Oh, it's like the opposite of negging, where it's being nice to me but has no intention of sleeping with me. I mean, they might want to bang you. Sure. I but mean, that's wouldn't... not the main purpose of the exercise. The main right, purpose is you knowing your worth. That's good. And all that for the low, low price of however much lemonade costs. Yeah. It's pretty good. That's value for money, I assume. I Based on a price that I'm guessing. Um, well, that's lovely. Um, do you do you want to do you want to do small talk or just get into the episode? You got any small talk prepared? I went to see Ocean at the end of the lane. The Where other day. was that? In the theatre. Which lane? The one with the ocean at the end. Oh. It's a Neil Gaiman book. Ah, lovely. But put on as a play. Yes. Bloody good, it were. Lovely. Bloody good. Um, is that so? It's a Neil Gaiman book. Mm-hmm. Have you read the book? Yes. Okay. So uh, it was the, one of the. Uh, I think it was the first Neil Gaiman I ever read, and it was the first book that scared me. Oh, okay. How so? Um, I read a bit and went, ah. 
So traditional fear yeah. response, um, yes. There's a, a baddie character. I won't do too many spoilery things, but there's a there's a baddie character and they're standing... You you follow the... Yeah, the story follows a small boy or a man remembering when he was a small boy. Right. And um, the baddie character is in the woods laughing at him. Ah. And he turns and he runs home. He runs through the woods... Mm. and out of the woods and up to the back door where the character is standing laughing. Great, yeah, okay. The sort of uncomfortable, oh, yeah. no, you shouldn't be, how did you, because you're bad is how and why, and I don't like it. That's pretty cool. I like that. And they did a fantastic bit uh, on the stage with that where um, baddie character, the, there is a door frame and a door in the middle of the stage to, you know imply a door and other rooms beyond yeah and the baddie character goes through the door and walks off and you see a walk off stage and as soon as she gets off stage she opens the door yeah of course and comes through and starts talking again yeah yeah and things start getting weird and yeah. more doors <laughs> start turning up that she will step through and then will appear on the other side of the stage cool very quick flashes of black yeah um but is then again other side of the stage walking yeah. through a different door yeah it's it was so very, very well done. Cool. Lots of good theatre tricks. Some simple... Yeah, yeah. I I know some theatre things, so some... You're like, oh, that's a very... That's air quotes, relatively simple to do. Yes. But the way that it was all done, Theatre Royal in Norwich... Lovely. ...was sublime. Is Theatre Royal... I think I... Yeah, I think I've been... I think we saw... Um... It's quite opulent, the interior, mm. but the exterior, not so much. No, you nearly, you'd nearly walk past it. It does look like office buildings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the inside is like proper old theatre. I think the theatre itself was like built in the 1800s. Yeah, I think so. And has been rebuilt twice since then, and in 2000 and something, mm. within the last 20 years, it's had like a $10 million, uh, right. 10 million pound refurb. We, me and Laura saw. Um, I googled it. Darren, of course. Oh, you just you didn't know that just through looking at it. Oh. Uh, no, I, I. Young Archaeologist Club. I wanted to see if it had aircon because it was. <laughs> yeah, fucking warm. Oh, of course. Yeah, you were that weekend. Um, me and Laura saw uh, Darren Brown's faith healing show there. Oh, cool. That was full on. That was real full on. Um, but it's a great theatre, and I'm, I'm going to go there lots yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. They um, had smoke machines under the stage oh. with holes drilled in the stage floor I, for Lovely. the smoke to come yeah. up. Cool. Because I was looking around like, there's smoke, so there must be a fog machine. Yeah. I don't see a point of origin. I can't hear the noise. Where is it? So I, was, I went with Sammy and Lucy, and I was sat in the middle. So at one point, I just sort of gently rose... <laughs> <laughs> just just enough to see the top of the stage. Like, oh, no, yes, that must be where it's coming from. Right, interesting. It was very cool. Cool. And yeah. um, Charlie Brooks, who was Janine in EastEnders, she killed Barry, was the, was the bad character. I don't know any of these names. But you know Barry the... from EastEnders? No, I don't know Barry from EastEnders. Right. I don't... I'm just going to get a picture to... of Barry I... from EastEnders. No, I won't recognise him. You will. I don't watch EastEnders. Okay. Has he been in something that isn't EastEnders that wasn't Ocean at the end of the lane? He wasn't in it. Okay, but like, 
has he been in something that wasn't EastEnders? Because if I recognise him, it won't be from EastEnders. Because I haven't seen it. I don't watch it. It's Barry from EastEnders. Okay. You must know him. <laughs> Stop telling me what I must know, because like, I don't. Because I don't watch EastEnders. That's a guy. Have you seen Ricky Gervais' extras? If you dare ask me if I've seen fucking EastEnders. Have you seen Ricky Gervais' extras? No, because I also don't like Ricky Gervais. <sighs> <laughs> you know this he's about just, me. But he's just become a... He's not been in EastEnders for like 20 odd years. Oh my God. But he's still known as Barry from EastEnders. Yes, and I imagine that strikes a chord with people who crucially, and follow me here, have seen EastEnders. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I haven't. Okay. <laughs> this is well. not something. We have different backgrounds, Ben. I'm cultural. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, not that cultured if you've not. I was at the Young Archaeologists Club mm -hmm. and the Young Astronomers Club. I, I watching was watching EastEnders. EastEnders. Ah, look where it's got Getting you. Bar seeing Barry get pushed off a cliff by Janine because she only married him for his money Janine so she could stop being a prostitute. Ocean at the end of the lane. Ocean at the end of the lane. Right. a spooky thing. Okay. Oh, and um, there was Jane, Dame Judy Dench's daughter Ooh. was also in the show. Interesting. Yes. Um, she played a magical person. I was amazed James Doody Dentures never got a sponsorship from, like, Invisalign or something. I was going to say I think she's doing pretty well for herself, but she is doing that Money Super 7 adverts. I don't know what that is. Um, saving money, I guess. Oh, okay, right. I think it's like a compare comparison website type yeah. thing. It's weird when big celebrities do that. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, I thought you... They just want, like... you were doing all right. That's their equivalent of the cost of living crisis. Like, when a, when a well-respected dame uh, actor or actress goes like, oh, shit, like, I do... Like, retirement's not going so hot. Let's do one big money job that I don't care about something in advertising, and then I can probably die comfortable. Whereas we're like, if I sell pictures of my dick on the internet, I might make rent. Feet. Not if dick. I sell pictures of my dick on the internet, I might make feet. Yep, that's the one. That's the one. But I suppose... Not like, my, I'm not saying this, but we're not... Grace. It's not like she would have spent weeks working on this. Mm. That Jean-Claude Van Damme advert for Cause Light that was on yes. the sponsor... That he clearly just cracked that out in an afternoon. Well, and there's a few different an... adverts for that. There's a few different iterations of that. Yeah, Pro probably which all were all probably cracked yeah. out in one afternoon. Yeah. And then they ran just on Channel Four, yeah, uh, Four OD on all of their comedy things for a good five to six years. I think they're still there. No, it's now a man. Uh, it was a man swimming through snow, and now it's people riding bears. Fresh, everything in my life is blessed. Everything. Something, something, crasps. Gotta go I've fast, got the gotta go hands, slow. But you've got the chest. Bowl, 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 bowl. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. If I was a bird, I'd live in a nest. Yeah. That oh, one. They're horrible. That's but so he probably, that was probably several million dollars that he got paid for that. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say no to an advert. That's. I know people can buy houses on them. Ugh, especially if you do a advert for a house you get to keep the props though i don't know if that's true pretty sure that's true okay um i'm gonna pull a question do it 
just in general because they've got enough high energy stuff and less high energy stuff. Okay. So it's a good mix and match. Yeah. I find in general like I um I have I have a very strange relationship with music being a person that is broadly speaking a musician. I when I'm listening to a piece of music for pleasure, mm. I have to actively like flip a switch in my brain and actively try to focus on the lyrics in order to understand them sure. i can't just listen to music and know what the song is about yeah like i working nine till five bruh, that could be anything right i would say you've picked one song <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> adhere to the rule that we just agreed on <laughs> yeah it's almost like i did that working at the car wash what's she trying to say whoa whoa it was um yeah i, ha- I have to like really properly concentrate in order to like understand lyrics i think it's because as a musician i get distracted by the music itself and i'm listening to like chords and melodies and rhythms and stuff um and i but i think there is also like i think there's a name for it when you just your brain isn't wired that way whatever stupid um, big fucking <laughs> dumb head um so so that is interesting by itself for when I'm like trying to consume music for pleasure. Mm-hmm. However, when I'm working, I generally can't listen to music that isn't instrumental because if I'm having to type an email, those lyrics are going in the email. Yeah. Is what I found, which is a problem. Uh, if I'm emailing clients or like colleagues or in fact anything like there's a handful of colleagues I could totally get away with accidentally emailing two verses of Is This Love by White Snake there's other colleagues I'm terribly terribly disappointed that we won't be able to make that lunch never mind I'll find someone like you (laughs) I wish nothing but the best (laughs) Um, hey how does Adele play the cello from the other side. <laughs> I really stopped myself from throwing this coffee. Yeah, at I you. saw your arm tense. I'm like, I'm gonna get it. Uh, uh, I want the coffee. Precious coffee. I'm sleepy. Um. So yeah, it's interesting that like if I'm trying to consume music for pleasure, the lyrics are hard to focus on. But when I'm doing work. They they're so distracting that I will end up typing out the lyrics. However, I found the exception. I am Scatman. Weirdly, yeah, no. Skibadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabad
late 70s albums are kind of like musical theatre. Okay. But like they're, they're self-contained stories. So like I, there's, there's very few like musical theatre songs that I will listen to like out of the context of the musical because uh, I feel like you need the you need like the story, the context. It certainly there. helps yeah. when it's not all just singing. Like Lemmy's, you can yes. get more most of the idea without seeing. Yeah, exactly. Like um, th- that's that's just that's just me. Um, but like the. These early Billy Joel songs, they're kind of like, yeah, they're, they're sort of very theatrical, very sort of West Side Story, but like standalone stories. And I I started listening to him because I was trying to like make a proper effort about a month ago to listen to artists that people sort of like really like, mm-hmm. not just like because of because they're like really in-depth music, whatever, but just like general population seem to really dig these artists. And I tried listening to uh, Bruce Springsteen as well. He's a bit shit, Springsteen. <laughs> no, Jake, like he's the mu- the music is the music itself is fine, but like in terms of lyrical content, he's listing places, and that's all uh, that Bruce Springsteen does in his song. He just lists locations, such as such here's, as. Here's an example. Old Granny Weatherspoon sells apples on the corner of 42nd and 3rd. I don't know. If Her cousin looks. Jimmy has a pizzeria that's rated three and a half stars on TripAdvisor. <laughs> <laughs> and it's located at the intersection of by the Zebra Crossing on Main Street. Like, that, that, that could be... Funny. I wonder if you'd lent on Google Maps and thought that you would no, have seen... I'm pretty sp- sure. Look, my Alexa was hooked up to Google Maps. It was, it was in jazz mode. It, no, it isn't part of it. Um, that's all that Bruce Springsteen is, as far as I'm concerned. Whereas Billy Joel is like kind of what I expected Springsteen to be, but like less rocky and way more theatrical. I found an album from '79, Press Play. Four hours later, I'd had the most productive day I'd ever had. Wow. And I was still listening to just Billy Joel, just on, just going through albums. I think I listened to like six or seven albums, start to finish. It was, really, it was really, it was really interesting because um, there are like, there's, there's obviously lyrics in Billy Joel stuff, but it's they're used as kind of like I don't know, they're in there in such a way that where they don't have to be. Um, Distracting or informative, if you just want to switch that part of your brain off, that they kind of you can of just like, listen to the noise. Yeah, yeah, they, they they're kind of like they're quite rhythmic the way that he sings. They, they sort of add to like the overall ensemble, as well as I assume uh, providing information about a story. Um, yeah, I really quite like Billy Joel, and that's that's my current getting stuff done music. Um, whereas previously. Most of the time, I have to listen to a podcast or something rather than music. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm doing like housework, I'll have like last podcast on the left, left or no such thing as a fish or something. Um, if I'm at the gym, right? If I'm at the gym, See, now that's a different question. And it's interesting because a lot of people I know listen to podcasts at the gym because it's then they can concentrate on the words. Sure. If I'm going to spend twenty minutes on a rowing machine. I've discovered that if I'm listening to a podcast, I get too interested in the conversation and I row very slowly. Okay. Because I'm not focusing on like actually. Which I guess could be good if you're doing like a long workout, if you're doing. Yeah. Cardio. But if I'm doing, I think, yeah, on like a treadmill or something, that's fine. But like 
also you're you're kind of in charge of regulating the amount of energy that you're putting into it so i need to like occasionally remember to actually properly go for it a bit uh so in terms of gym music i either need a i go through phases and it will either be um live albums from white snake in the last 10 years <laughs> um live albums from motley crew anytime except the last 10 years <laughs> <laughs> when they started I want them from the next 10 years well because please. they started using backing tracks and uh... keep denying they're using backing tracks and it's like we already have the albums <laughs> just plug a strobe light in and listen to the album so live motley crew from anything but the last 10 years um not live blackstone cherry uh, because their studio stuff has more energy. Um, yes, those are those are what I go through at the gym. Uh, in the gym, in this moment, whore. Just, whore. just on repeat. <laughs> Lovely. Just, um, yeah. Just get all the rage get out. All the rage out, and you need that one song on repeat. And if you're sweating hard enough, it covers the tears. <laughs> um, and. Weirdly, that is like the only time I listen to rock music anymore. I don't have patience for it. <laughs> I just don't have the. Uh, it seems like the lyrical content of rock music really feels like problems of their own creating. But, but what if they? <sighs> What if Dad found your cigarettes and said no way? Well, I mean that hypocrite smokes two packs a day. I don't know if that's I was... not a, that's that's you can't put that on the Beastie Boys. No, I appreciate that. Uh, that Kerry King from Slayer is on that particular Beastie Boys track, but I still wouldn't call it rock music. <laughs> I was trying. That you just... were trying so hard, and the closest you got was Beastie Boys. Yeah, a band that is sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes hardcore punk and sometimes hip hop. Yeah. And sometimes features Kerry King from famous thrash metal band, notably also not rock band Slayer. <laughs> this is why people can't have conversations about music with me. Uh, to be fair, I do think that Bon Jovi should be more than halfway there by now. You'd think if he's only halfway there now, you have to imagine, ask if he'll ever get there. Imagine how long it will be. Because he's been halfway there since the song released in, what, the 80s? Yes. That's 40 years of being halfway there. And that guy is still working at the docks. No, he used to work on the docks. He used to work at... What's Union's been on strike. He's down on his luck. It's tough. It is tough. So tough. So that's a very long strike. Wait, so the, he used to work on the docks, but now the Union's on strike, and that has allowed them to get halfway used to be so easy to have a house, man. Uh, I'm assuming that's what they're doing. I don't know. I should listen she, to the lyrics clearer. Is she working? Um, yeah, Gina works at the diner all day. Gina works at the diner all day. She's working that's for what, her man. She brings home her stuff for love. For love. Um, Ooh, for love. So, oh... I just realised living on a prayer might be really boring because all it is is like, she's gainfully employed, he currently is not because of the union strikes, 
And if you add their household income together, you'll notice it's half of what it should be. So they're halfway there, but they're living on a prayer because they can't... Uh, they're millennials. They'll never afford a house. They're definitely boomers, and they definitely, demographically speaking, would have voted for Trump, uh, I'm afraid. That's a shame. It is a shame. But that's why they're still halfway there. And they still think they can make America great again, uh, despite all the evidence. Did you see the guy going around and asking uh, when America was last great? Yes, I've seen all those clips. They're really good. <laughs> oh, this time, oh, was it when we had slavery? Oh, the Great Depression. Yeah. <laughs> America didn't exist back then. <laughs> Where? Are you, what do you want? I've seen... My favourite one is a guy who attends um, quote-unquote pro-life rallies <laughs> with, a... <laughs> with a huge speaker saying, we hate women. We, we hate, hate women. women. <laughs> women should not be allowed to make choices. Yeah. They have to be in control of their bodies. <laughs> You're not here with us. I am here with you. I support you. I we women. hate women. <laughs> and then there was one where, like, he, he couldn't get a reaction out of people, so he covered himself in custard. No, he bought, like, um, that was it. He bought uh, one of those, like, Betty Crocker cake-in-a-box things, mm. and he, like, he pours a load of it into his mouth and over his body and then milk into his mouth, <laughs> and he just starts shrieking. <laughs> Very different approach. Fine, if you're not going to play, I'm going to cover myself right. in cake. Plan C. <laughs> C for Crocker. Um, so to answer uh, the question, is Billy Joel? Cool. <laughs> yeah. um, I feel ways about music. Do you want to pull another one out? First, a question. <laughs> oh, no. I made it sound penisy. Penisy. Conversation hat. Smelliest thing <laughs> to ever happen to you in a shop. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never shit myself. Good for you. So that's I, I that I did think about it. No, I've not shat myself in a shop. In a shop. I mean, that's it'll happen to everyone. Um, I have worked in. Several shops. Yes. I've worked in CEX, I've worked in a Harry Potter shop. Right. Um, and I find the smelliest thing to happen would be the customers. Oh, yeah. Some Someone yeah. would come in who clearly doesn't I mean, shower or wash or... Maybe if, if you... Now I used to smoke in my house. Mm. Oh, you can, and now I don't. You can really tell the people who do. Yes. And then you can really tell the people who smoke with all the washing, hanging out, and haven't mm. washed that or showered for a while. It's a smell that is ingrained, and you yes. will instantly recognise it. Yes. Sometimes those people would fart. <laughs> Sometimes just people would fart. Yeah. Yeah, they will. And, and wow, there is air conditioner behind a lot of shop <laughs> tills, and it's yeah. for stinky customers. Those two... Don't know if I've ever been a stinky customer. I mean, maybe. Like, I might have been. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Maybe um, the, those two particular stores, Harry Potter merch and uh, CEX, maybe they attract a particular kind of stinky neckbeard type customer. Um, people in general do sort of, I think, people definitely smell more than you think they smell. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. And people go nose blind to it. Yes. So they don't especially with smell. cigarettes, like if you're around it all day, you just don't notice. Yep. That becomes your normal. Um, you don't even really notice an absence of it. Um, smelliest thing to ever happen to me. So I'd say customers farting customers and <laughs> just. And not just like, there was something clearly going on. I don't know what had been eaten or what what happened to them later. I hope they're okay. <laughs> they're still farting. <laughs> just relentlessly. Um, I, I'm trying to think, like, the... It must have been something like when I worked at Oddbins, and I can say the branch because they went bankrupt. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do with me. But the reason I was unhired is indicative of why they lost so much money. Unhired? The reason I was hired oh, is indicative. Oh, I thought you said unhired. I may have said um this... in there somewhere. Okay. The reason I was hired is, is indicative of the poor choices they made <laughs> as a business and why they went bust eventually. Um, there, de like, we would have, like, quite a lot of wine spillage or, like, spirits breaking just, just because that's what happens. Like, if you're unloading a pallet of, like, a thousand bottles of wine, like, yes, yeah, some of them are going to be smashed. That's just, yeah, this is maths. Um, and like old French red wine properly fucking smells when it's in the floorboards. Mm. Yeah, it's it's because it was all like wood everywhere as well. So, like, so it all absorbed, yeah, and you stayed. never really get it out. Um, no, the nitrates and like some of the colleagues also smelled <laughs> not just of wine. Um, so I think that, yeah, I think there was a day when the um, w we had like a particularly, I think we dropped like a bottle of 12 Bordeaux or something and they just all fucking smashed. Mm. And then to make himself feel, himself feel better whilst he was doing the relevant paperwork, the manager just had like a fat cigar in the back room. <laughs> so that was a pretty smelly that sequence of events. Like smelly day. And that was like the early 2000s when you could sort of do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you ever worked with someone or... And this doesn't have to be in a job. It could be extracurricular or at school or something mm. where they smelt so bad that you had to sort of step away and then they chase you. Chase me? <laughs> they like follow you around. You're like, no, I just need to be not... Let me tell you a story about how massively unpopular I was as a kid. Whenever you would get like... a a child would get transferred to our school because our school was, like, one step above a juvenile detention centre. Mm -hmm. So, like, it was very much the last-ditch attempt at being the last, for a lot of, the last straw for a lot of kids. Quite often, um, I would get, like, handed a child... I was also a child, just to be clear, and I was like, this is Stephen. Liam meets Stephen. He's your new friend. And they did mean singular. <laughs> all right Stephen. let's give this a go let's see how long this lasts i am hard to be around when i am here and i will not always be here um and invariably like the like obviously reflecting on that now as a 30 something in my near 30 years uh -huh. um and having worked in education for close to a decade, it's really easy for me to like understand now. Oh, the, these kids will have had some fucked shit in their life to like be where they were. 
but in the moment is like, yeah, no, I acknowledge that Stephen, you are my only friend now. We have just met. You smell. Uh, they would always really smell. So that would be then my only point of contact for up to a year, maybe. Is whoever whoever was smelliest. That was your that friend. That was my friend. So I. You I, didn't have to shout for them. Just. No, no, over they there. were just always there. Um, yeah. So that was. Yeah, the more we learn about my childhood, the, the more like harrowing it is. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the more I get it. What me now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It all it, it paints a really vivid picture. So that's why. That's why he's all fucked in the head. <laughs> that's why he's unbearable. <laughs> that's why he has no people skills and smells. <laughs> <laughs> I have two titles. Oh, yeah. I have two titles. Title number one. Give them to me. Dame Judy Denches. I'm quite proud of Dame Judy. I feel like I say. might just be against that because I've spent the morning in the dentist. Ah, okay. Dame, very hard to say. Dame, Dame Judy, Judy Denches. Uh, or customers farting. Customers farting. Absolutely fine. Because it's something that I said. No, ah, uh, that's a good reason. <laughs> Uh, ben, where are you online? I am on the Instagram at Spike Pearson, P I E R S O N. There'll be pictures of perhaps my new house by this point. I don't know when this is going out. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you might see how I've moved or what I've been up to or the holiday that I might have just got back from or be on. That is every possible. Come join me and see what the fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, lovely. I will move at some point, I assume, but have no plans to yet. Just staying on the sofa. Just for staying moment. on the sofa for a bit. I'm kind of taking up two cushions. It's quite nice. Um, at LT guitarist for music type things. Uh, gonna try and I think I'm gonna really try in the new year. I've got some work booked up to like first quarter of 2024. I think after that I might try and fuck off some of this work and do something more creative. Um, at which point, LT Guitarist will be full of stuff. Um, yeah, so I'm LT Guitarist on Places for Music Things, uh, at LT Content Marketing Things for slightly less music-y things. Uh, they're all great because I'm there. At Convo Hat Podcast, I'm also there. What about that? At Convo Hat Podcast for all the podcast updates. Uh, we put videos out as well. S at some point, there will be sketches. There will be. There will, we've filmed a load of them. Actually, I have some more links in IT. Should I see if I can get that drive fixed again? Maybe if I'm in a house, nice. it would be affordable. And we can watch it back and be like, nah, this sketch was shit. <laughs> what were we doing? Um, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm wittering because He's of who wittering. I am. Because I had smelly friends as a kid. <laughs> Yes, at Convo Hat Podcast. If you want to support the show, you can go to uh, patreon.com forward slash conversation hat. Give us your money. Give us your goddamn money. You get a exclusive Patreon mini episode every month. Uh, you can also get t-shirts and stuff from our friends at Public. And if you want to see show notes, so like most... I try to like add some extra stuff every episode, so like I might have some info on Ocean at the End of the Lane uh, by Neil Gaiman in this episode's show notes, conversationat.com, and then you press the button that says show notes, we've made it really easy. Ben, um, what if you had a pet rectangle, what would you call it? Uh, fluffy. Fluffy? I was going to say Corners McGee. Corners McGee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. Why? 
Because this is fucking name, you idiot. Oh, okay. And he's got, guess what he's got four of? Sides. McGee's. Vertices. Vertices. Okay, that's Goodbye, a... everyone. Bye, then. I've got a runny nose. Hooroo.